Amen. Judges chapter 16 and verse 28 is our text for this morning in our series Unusual Prayer Meetings. Here in Judges 16 and verse 28 we have another one of those unusual prayer meetings. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistine of my two eyes. There were three thousand Philistines assembled in the temple of Dagon. But why were they there? Why such a large company of people gathered together in one place and in a temple. Well we are told why they were there in this place of their heathen God. Verse 23 And the lords of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon their God and to rejoice. For they said, Our God, that's Dagon, has delivered Samson, our enemy, into our hand. And when the people saw him, they praised their God. For they said, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, and the destroyer of our country, which slew many so that's why they were there they were there to worship their heathen god they were there to see Samson and to make sport and to have fun at his expense we read then in the verse 25 when their hearts were merry that they said called for Samson that he may make us sport then there appeared blind Samson the blind giant led by the hand of a young lad into the midst of the temple no doubt when he first appeared there went up a raucous roar of laughter and derision. Samson then in his blindness said unto the lad that held him by the hand lead me to the pillars whereupon the house standeth that I may lean upon them. Verse 26 and so there stood Samson between those two pillars 
and the darkness of his blindness because the Philistines had put out his eyes verse 21 yes they may have removed his eyes but as Samson stood there that day between those two pillars they couldn't put out his eye of faith because Samson looked to the Lord in faith and trust in the God of heaven a faith that placed the name of Samson in that <coughs> role of honour of those who were known for their faith over in Hebrews chapter 11 you turn to Hebrews 11 and there we read in verse 32 and what shall I say more what shall I more say for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah of David also and Samuel of the, and of the prophets who through fear subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness obtained promises stopped the mouths of lions quenched the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword out of weakness were made strong and you can join those words in the verse 34 with the name Samson in the verse 32 out of weakness were made strong and out of Samson's weakness that day in the temple of Dagon Samson by faith in his God was made strong for Samson certainly exercised faith that day when he stood between those two pillars here is then another unusual prayer meeting to be praying between two pillars in the midst of three thousand Philistines an unusual prayer meeting indeed that night in the temple of Dagon when 3,000 Philistines laughed and scoffed and mocked and made sport of Samson. It was a sport that killed them. Sports that killed. Well, that's what took place in the temple that day. I want to look then at the Philistines and how they made sport of Samson and how that sport killed them and ended their lives. I want us to notice first of all Samson and his response that is his response 
to what the Philistines had done to him. So there he stood between the two pillars upon which the temple stood. He was a man alone in the midst of 3,000 miles Philistines. He was a man alone but there was one he was able to turn to. There was one that he looked to with the eye of faith and that was his God in heaven. I want us to consider then his prayer Samson, as we pointed out in the previous message, Samson was not known to be a man of prayer. He was not an Abraham. He was not a David or an Elijah or a Daniel. Indeed, in his 20 years as judge, we are told that are we re it is recorded that there are only two prayers offered up by Samson during those 20 years two prayers is all that's recorded about Samson's prayer life even though he judged the land for 20 years but here he was brought to a place where all he could do was pray. He could do nothing else. You know, sometimes, believer, believers are brought to a place that they regard as what's end corner. They're brought to a place where they hardly know what to do. Some trouble has overtaken them. Some trial has come their way. They're at what same corner. They don't know what way to turn or what to do. And all they can do is pray. Regular prayer. Perhaps has not been part of their lives. Even though the Saviour has told us men ought always to pray and not to faint. Luke 18 verse 1. And there are those who think that they can manage all right without the regular prayer to the God of heaven. Without engaging in the habit of prayer. That is, until trouble comes their way. Then they need help and they know they'll only find that help in one place and in one person and that is the God of heaven and they make their way then to the throne of grace when they're in trouble when they are as it were at which end corner and so it is good that we have a God who encourages us 
to do that very thing that when trouble comes our way David <coughs> records the words of the Lord call upon me in the day of trouble call upon me in the day of trouble I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me Psalm 50 and verse 15 call upon me in the day of trouble well that's exactly what Samson did that day in the temple Samson's day of trouble had come and Samson there and then called upon the God of heaven as well as his prayer notice the person who did Samson pray to verse 28 Samson called upon the Lord look carefully at verse 28 notice the word Lord is capitalized that tells us Samson called upon Jehovah where you have the word Lord capitalized it refers to the Lord God Jehovah the Philistines they were praying to and praising their God the God Dagon a God with the upper part in the form of a man and the lower part in the form of a fish Dagon the fish god just a dumb idol made by man after man's own imagination but Samson in his hour of need prayed to Jehovah the Lord God Almighty the Lord God of heaven and earth Samson knew that while he had not lived a life for his God as he ought to have lived yet he knew that in his hour of need his God would bow down his ear for while Samson may not have lived as he ought to have lived he was still a child of God we have noted that his name is there in the roll of honour of those who are known for their faith in Hebrews chapter 11 and so when Samson prayed there between those two pillars in the temple he knew his God would hear him even though he may not have served the Lord as he ought yet he knew his God would hear him just as the Lord said in Isaiah 45 19 I said not unto the seed of Jacob seek ye me in vain I the Lord speak righteousness I declare things that are right you notice the wording 
God says, I never said to Jacob, I said not unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain. The Lord never told us that when we seek him, we seek him in vain. The Lord has never said that. In other words, when we seek the Lord, it will never be in vain. Praise the Lord. When we seek the Lord, He hears us. And so we can take heart. No matter what your situation is, no matter what your circumstances are, it is no vain thing to wait upon the Lord. It is no vain thing to call upon the Lord. And that's what Samson did that day. His eyes put out, standing there in his blindness. Three thousand Philistines mocking him, laughing at him. Stood there alone. No one to help him. No one to support him. No one of any sympathy for him. And so Samson looked with the eye of faith to the God of heaven. We notice not only the prayer and the person, but we also notice the place. The place. Now given the situation that Samson found himself in, it was a strange place for him to have a prayer meeting. But no more strange than some of the prayer meetings we have considered in recent weeks. For instance, Jonah. Jonah prayed out of the fish's belly in the depths of the sea. And we are told here, and Samson called unto the Lord. The use of the word call would indicate to us that perhaps when, Sam, when Samson prayed, he didn't cry out aloud. Because it doesn't say Samson cried to the Lord. Somebody says Samson called. Samson called unto the Lord. Even if he hadn't cried out, none of the Philistines would have heard him. They were too busy laughing at him, scoffing him. But whether he cried or simply called, there was one person who did hear him. And that was Samson's God. That was the God of heaven. And we see here that prayer is not confined to being offered in the closet or in the church or even in a crowd. No matter the place no matter the people, no matter the surroundings, doesn't matter where you are, you can call upon the Lord and he will hear. 
whether that call is nothing more than a whisper as it was with Hannah nothing more than a whisper God will hear that whisper his ear is tuned to the prayers of his children he hears he recognizes the voice of his children the Lord's word to Moses regarding the children of Israel is a word that could apply to Samson and what a gracious word it is this is what the Lord said to Moses and it shall come to pass when he crieth unto me that I will hear for I am gracious when he calls I will hear for I am gracious Exodus 22 and verse 27 and believer when we call on to the Lord and maybe maybe you've been walking far off from the Lord like Peter of old he followed the Lord afar off and if you've been following the Lord afar off and your prayer life hasn't been what you know it ought to be if you call upon the Lord now the Lord says I will hear for I am gracious even though your life has not been what it ought to be as a Christian yet if you pray now I'll hear because you know I'm gracious and we have a gracious God and in the light of Samson never having been known as a man of prayer and now in such a place and in such a plight he prayed and you know something the Lord heard him because the Lord is gracious bless the Lord as well as Samson and his response to what the Philistines did we notice here Philistine, or Samson and his request Bound and blinded, Samson called unto the Lord. Now we're told what he prayed for, what his requests were. Verse 28 again, and Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me I pray thee and strengthen me I pray thee only this once O God that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes you look at that prayer 
something. Notice first of all his appeal. He appeals to the Lord. And he appeals to the Lord God saying, Remember me. I pray thee. He appeals to the Lord to remember him. For much of Samson's life, and you really, you, you read Samson's life, and they've already said, there's only two prayers of his recorded. And Samson really didn't have a great deal of the Lord in his life. And I have no doubt that as he stood there between those two pillars the thought had occurred to him perhaps the Lord has forgotten me. Because the life that I had lived it was as if I had forgotten the Lord. And so here is it is his appeal Lord remember me I pray thee in many ways when you look at Samson really his life is really hard to understand it really is when you look at the life of Samson read through it up until this point in many ways he's a picture of the backslider because really he lived most of his life for self well he had forgotten the Lord when he was flirting with Delilah is it any wonder then that Samson felt the Lord had forgotten him he wasn't thinking about the Lord when he was as it were running around with Delilah therefore he made this appeal to the Lord Lord God remember me remember me feeling perhaps that the Lord had forgotten him when someone hasn't been walking with the Lord yeah, and they've strayed from the Lord. It's no surprise then that they feel that perhaps the Lord has forgotten them. After all, they've been running with the devil's crowd. Why should the Lord still remember them then? That would be their that would be their thinking. No prayer. No Bible reading. No meditation upon God's word. But when they are arrested by some trial or some trouble, they look up and what is their prayer? Lord, God, remember me. Remember me. Well, is it possible for God to forget 
one of his own, no matter what they have done, never. The Lord will never forget his own. Turn to Isaiah 49. And even though Samson had led the life that he led, the Lord hadn't forgotten. Isaiah 49, verse 15. Can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before thee. Yes, a mother may forget her infant child. The Lord says, yeah, she may forget, but I will never forget thee. I'll never forget thee. That was true of Samson. It's true of us all, believer. The Lord will never forget his own people. The Lord will never forget. Because let me just read there earlier. The Lord says, I am gracious. The backslider can pray to the Lord and say, Lord, God, remember me. Don't forget me in my hour of need. And the Lord said, when you cry, I will hear, for I am gracious. And how true that was of Samson. His appeal, Lord God, remember me. Then you have his acknowledgement. Samson called on to the Lord and said, O oh Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee. Samson said, in the midst of his being afflicted by the Philistines, O oh Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and, and strengthen me, I pray thee. You notice something? Notice, he's praying in his praying for he's called upon the Lord and said O Lord God remember me I pray thee and strengthen me I pray thee he's praying in his prayers that is simply telling us and showing us just how earnest and sincere he was no, he wasn't saying prayer at that point in time. He was praying in his prayers. 
indicating he was deadly earnest. That's how Elijah prayed. Over in James, in chapter 5 and verse 17, Elias or Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly. If you have a Bible margin, you'll notice how those words may be rendered. He prayed earnestly, or he prayed in his prayer. He prayed in his prayer that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth. That shows us just how earnest he was about prayer. He prayed in his prayer. And here we have Samson doing the same thing. Called on to the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee. He's praying in his prayer. But what we want to notice here is that Samson acknowledged that he had lost his strength. Samson lost his physical strength. And when anyone is following the Lord afar off, is taken up with lesser things, they'll lose their spiritual strength. They will lose their spiritual strength. Samson lost his physical strength and believers often lose their spiritual strength. In Psalm 6, Psalm 6, verses 1 and 2, David is praying, O Lord, rebuke me not in thine anger, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. I have tweak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. He's applying to his lack of physical, of spiritual strength. I am weak, Lord. I am weak. I often has a believer said that. I am weak. Lord, strengthen me, acknowledging their weakness. And again, we refer to Samson's name being found there in the role of honor in Hebrews 11. And then we read in the verse 20, 34, quench the violence of fire by faith, Escape the edge of the sword by faith. I the witness for me it's strong by faith. And so the prayer of Samson was offered to the Lord in faith. Strengthen me, I pray thee. And the Lord has promised, I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. As well as 
his appeal and his acknowledgement strengthened me and lost the strength we see also the affliction Samson had been sorely afflicted by Israel's enemies and his enemies they had put out his eyes <coughs> Samson had revealed to Delilah the secret of his strength <coughs> it was in his hair and so we read in Judges 16 verse 19 that she shaved off the seven locks of his hair and then in the verse 21 they took Samson the Philistines took Samson and put out his eyes but look at chapter 16 and verse 22 how bait the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven the secret of his strength was in his hair and his hair begins to grow again that speaks to us of Samson's restoration his restoration and here Samson seeks revenge upon the Philistines the enemies of Israel and the enemies of God and the enemy of Samson you see what they did to Samson what did God say God said touch not my anointed lay your hand on any of my anointed touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm and so what they did to Samson would have provoked the anger and the indignation of Samson's God provoked the anger and the indignation of Jehovah and those Philistines would pay for what they did yeah they made sport of Samson but it was a sport that would kill them touch not my anointed so we have considered Samson and his response Samson and his request finally we have Samson and his resignation Samson had prayed O Lord God remember me I pray thee strengthen me I pray thee what happened next was evidence that God had answered his prayer God indeed had restored to Samson his, his, his strength and Samson was now willing Samson was now willing to lay down his life for the cause of his Lord Samson was now willing 
to lay down his life for his Lord. You think of it. Samson would die praying. Would die praying. So did the Lord Jesus. Christ died praying. But when Samson died praying it was for vengeance. But when Christ died praying it was for forgiveness. Amazing isn't it? And even in the life of Samson he can see something of Christ. But look we see first of all the call. Samson prays again said let me die with the Philistine. So having taken hold of the pillars we're told that he bowed himself with all his might and the house fell upon the lords and the people that were there in. Verse 30. <coughs> Along with the Philistines Samson led down his life. He said let me die with the Philistines. But he needed strength and power to do something for the Lord that day God grant him into a listen believer when we need strength to do something for God God will give us the strength he'll give us the grace he'll give us the power to carry out that job and do that work the Lord will give strength unto his people Psalm 29 verse 11 the Lord will give strength unto his people not only will the Lord give strength Isaiah 49 verse 5 we read the Lord shall be my strength not only will he give strength but the Lord will be our strength and here is the evidence God gives strength to defeat the Philistines that night but he gave them strength and he gave them grace to lay down his life for the cause of his God as well as the cause of the conquest some may look upon Samson and say he died of defeat <coughs> not at all <coughs> for we read so the dead which he slew in his death he slew more than they which he slew in his life he died in victory he died in victory his life did not end in defeat his life ended in victory the Lord said that Samson shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines but he went quite a way to do that even in his death <coughs> when he slew 3,000 Philistines 
3,000. He slew a thousand with the jawbone of an ass. Well, in his death, he slew 3,000. You know, is that the way we want to end our lives? In victory. We don't want our lives to fade out as it were. Do nothing for God. Accomplish nothing for God. We want our lives to end in victory. To go out victorious. Samson laid down his life. And in so doing, he slew 3,000 Philistines. 3,000 of Israel's enemies and helped deliver Israel. We've just read that. That reminds us again of the Saviour. Christ laid down his life. It wasn't a case of them helping to deliver. Christ did all the work and deliverance and delivered our souls out of the hands of our, our enemy because you see there's victory in Jesus our saviour forever and Samson called unto the Lord and said O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee. Strengthen me, I pray thee. Only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson died in victory. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Loving God, we bow humbly before Thee. We see there those Philistines, how they mocked and made fun of Thy child. They made sport of Samson. And it was a sport that killed them. Three thousand of them. And how Samson slew more in his death than he did in all of his life. <coughs> oh Lord, we rejoice he died and there was the note of victory in his death. Grand Lord, that our lives will end in victory. will end in victory for King Jesus. Dear loving God, be with us today. Again, we commend ourselves to thee, all gathered here and families represented. Keep us all healthy and well, dear Lord. And safe in our travels and our going out and coming in. And keep us looking on to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. 
Return as Lord to thy house this evening to learn more about thee. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide and remain with us now and forevermore. Amen.